0: Putnam County Schools try to navigate their two-week fall break after the bye week. Upperman and DeKalb County battle in an all-important region game, and the Clay County Bulldogs look to keep things rolling in Week Nine. Welcome into the High School Playbook. We're joined by Head Coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program, five and two on the season, one and one in region play, and uh, the bye week last week. Coach, just take me through how the bye week go, and uh, do the guys seem refreshed in practice early this week?
1: Oh, they did. You know, we, we came back in on Sunday night, and our guys seemed really uh, excited to be back and really focused to uh, to get back at the task at hand. And, uh, you know, I've learned over over the years sometimes uh, the break is good, sometimes it's bad. And uh, it, it's all about how you handle it in your mindset. And, and I was I was pleased with how this group has handled
0: Coach, obviously it's a little bit different, especially for the Putnam County Schools. You guys, Cookville and Upperman, kind of doing the same thing by last week, but still on fall break this week with a game coming up. How do you guys try to approach that this week here, still on fall break, but still having to practice?
1: I wish somebody would give me a a, a book or an instruction manual on how to handle fall break because I, I talked to a, a lot of coaches and, and everybody said the same thing, that fall break kind of the kryptonite. Uh, because we are out of routine. And, you know, most school systems are just one week of fall break, and, and they can butt their bye week up to that. And it, it's not a huge deal. But, you know, for us and, and for Cookville and Upperman in the same boat, uh, we're going to come back in this week, and, and you know, we all probably have region games. Um, I know us and Upperman do. I can't speak for Cookville. But, you know, we're going to come back in, and we're going to try to focus for huge region games that have playoff implications and not be in regular routine, uh, and you know, being out of school just completely changes the mindset. It changes the way their bodies react, and it changes their 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 approach. And so we, you know, you hope and pray that that your football team is serious. You hope and pray that that your football team is a very mature uh, group, and that they can handle a little bit of downtime and a little bit of freedom.
0: Coach, you mentioned kind of those region games. You mentioned Uppermans, of course. They got a big one with DeKalb County. Cookville, the same thing with Coffee County. And then you guys with Oneida. Uh, Through the first couple of days of practice, have you had to ramp up the energy at all, or have the guys pretty much brought it through the first two, knowing that they do have a big game coming up on Friday?
1: You know, through two days, I was really, really excited. Uh, And and you always expect uh, sometime in day two or three that you're going to kind of hit a wall. Uh, Just because you were off last week, uh, and the routine is different, so you know I always expect in the first forty eight to seventy two hours one of those days is not gonna be good um and and you know it's it's typically more of a physical like things get a little bit heavy, just a little bit tired in that regard um and when you see that sometimes the mental also changes uh so you know but through through the first two days back. Very pleased with this group. I, I really like our leadership on this football team. Um, and, and you know we play a lot of young guys, but we're starting to grow in the, in the maturity aspect. I think our guys are starting to understand how important the preparation is and how important uh, practice is. Uh, but you still know, uh, it, it's hard to be your best every day. And, and we talk about it in our program. You know, we're going to have bad days. Uh, you just can't let the bad days be consecutive and you can't let the bad days be on a Friday. Uh, and and so hopefully if we do have a bad day it'll be early and that you know the the bad part of it we can correct and we can move forward and be positive
0: talking with head coach scott hughes of the monterey wildcats football program right here on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders they get the oneida indians coming up on friday at home in region action and as coach hughes mentioned a little earlier uh, some region implications on the line in that one coaches uh, you go into practice this week what are you guys focusing on as you get ready for that indians ball club
1: well, you, you, you know, it's one of those things. They're very well coached. It's a it's a tradition rich football program, uh, tradition rich football community, and, and so they're very prideful. And and you're going to get a very physical football team. You're going to get a team that throws the football around, uh, and and they've got good athletes across the board. They're they're very big up front. Um, you know, our our focus though early on this week has really been fundamentally uh, worrying about ourselves coming off the bye week and just trying to get back in a rhythm and, and just getting back into our own timing and, and getting back into our fits and things of that nature. So we've probably spent a whole lot more time worrying about ourselves uh, in the early part of the week. Um, obviously, we're spending time on Onada, but we really had to get back in and, and make sure that we are where we need to be as a program uh, more than anything.
0: Coach, I want to break down that Oneida team, but before we get there, I wanted to ask you too. You guys have been playing some pretty good football the last couple of weeks before the bye week. Who, who has really stepped up and played really well for you guys?
1: Uh well, you know, we've had a lot of guys kind of going to the front here recently. Um, you know, our seniors, uh obviously led by Matthew Montgomery and, and Mason Bowman and Mike Walred and Eli Saylors, uh, you know, they took a whole other approach and a, a kind of kind of another step to get our football team going. And uh, you know we're we're starting to see some juniors kind of growing. Aiden Reagan and and Jalen Rigdon and uh, Jacob uh, Hobson, is, is you know kind of taking a little bit of a leadership role from just uh, the showing up and and playing hard and and you know our our sophomore group we play a lot of them but. They're starting to grow, and and there's a lot of those guys. And and I feel like in the last month, and we had talked about this earlier, we we didn't know where we would be early in the year, but we wanted to see growth in the middle to the end of the year. And I've really been pleased with the growth of our football team. I, I thought the second half of our last football game, uh, we really made a huge stride as a program and as a team. And I was really excited about that. I, I knew it could happen at some point in time. Uh, but you just don't ever know when those things are going to occur. And And I really thought the second half of our lightway game was when it kind of started to take shape a little bit.
0: Well, Coach, with the big one coming up on Friday, as you get back into region play, what is the team really going to have to do well against this Indian squad?
1: we got to stop the run, number one. Um, they're, they're traditionally, they want to run the football, big physical football team, and, and they want to get downhill on you. Uh, we got to contain our quarterback. He's a good athlete, uh, gets out on the perimeter and runs the football well in, in, in their past game or when plays break down. Uh, he's a zone read guy, does a really good job in their zone read. And if he gets on the perimeter, he's, he's athletic enough to beat you and really have explosive plays. And we've got to limit explosive plays. I, I think their receiving core is really good. A lot of those guys played last year, and they've got, they've got some big play guys uh long athletic receivers you know six one six two uh that can take the top off of you and and we've got to do a better job of limiting explosive plays that's something that uh at times this year we've kind of gave up a few and not real happy about that, but if we can do that uh then then you know we'll obviously give ourselves a better opportunity for success.
0: Head Coach Scott Hughes with the Monterey Wildcats football program right here on the High School Playbook as they get ready to take on the Oneida Indians coming up on Friday at home. Coach Hughes, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you guys very much. Welcome into the High School Playbook. We're joined by Head Coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program. 5-2 and two on the season, 3-0 and oh in region play, a bye last week, and then getting back into the swing of things this week. And hey, Coach, I'll just kind of ask about it there. Did the, do you think the bye kind of came at a nice time, get everybody nice and rested up?
2: Well, absolutely. We're, we're on our fourth tailback. We've got two out for the season and, uh, hopefully we can have Caden Stover back in another week or so, but, uh, Lake Drake, he separated shoulder and he's out. And then, uh, Logan Paddell, we, we lost him. So we're hoping, we hoping to get at least one of them back by Friday, but, uh, you know, it's, it's coming a good time for us
0: what what are you guys going to be focusing on in practice and namely uh, with that offense of course the running back you mentioned kind of at the fourth string hoping you can kind yep. of get Caden back what are you guys focusing on in practice
2: Well we you know we we know we've got three tough ball games here Gibbs Clay County and and Rockwood uh and two of those three's on the road so we we've been focusing on just getting fundamentally more sound defensively offensively uh D-line had a real good session this morning working, uh, on, uh, closing down, pass, pass rush, uh, and just doing some different, different things. And then offensively, the offensive line, we had, we had a good session too, just working on assignments. And so, you know, the, the plays are there now. It's just got a matter of repetition and getting better at blocks and maintaining blocks and, and, and working on what your opponent's good at.
0: For you, does it change how you call the offense without your usual starting running backs in that position?
2: Well, absolutely. You know, all all different kids have different strengths. For instance, uh, you know, with Caden, Caden's one of the guys really quick. He's he's fast out backfield, but he's also an excellent receiver out of the backfield. Where Drake was more of a, you know, he'd take north and south and a little bit tougher a runner. Uh, Logan Pinnell, he's a little bit like Stover. He can. Catch the ball out of the backfield and stuff. And, uh, so we've actually moved Bryson Bilber, who's our tight end. Uh, type, Bryson's a bigger kid, uh, and he, he's going to be more of a, a pounder in that position. Uh, so yeah, you, you gotta, you know, anytime you gotta look at the strength of the kids, it's, you know, if you watch college ball and pro ball, you, you typically they've got a big bruiser type back in a one, you know, a quarterback, uh, or a spread offense like that and then they've got the other back that comes in that's quick and can can catch out of the backfield screens and things like that. So, you know, it does change your play calling for sure.
0: Coach, I know with your guys' offense, and, of course, it's a little bit new for you this year as well, just with the personnel that you have. You have Miles LaFue, who's a great athlete at at that quarterback position, but specifically that running back spot in the offense, how important is it for this Dragons offense just to supplement what LaFue has been doing this season?
2: It's huge. You know, he's, uh, uh, you know, he miles is, as has ran the ball well for us through the ball well for us. Uh, you know, and when you, when you've got two threats back there along with what you can bring in motion with, uh, uh, Aiden sweat, Thomas and Rylan Miller, you know, it, it makes you a dual threat, you know, multiple threat type offense, but, uh, you know, when you're limited and you're, you're having, and we did last week when Pinell got the concussion, we were limited and we ran miles way more than I wanted to, but we didn't have any other choice. So it, it does, it does, uh, you know, make it a little harder and, and, and it puts more on miles. So, uh, definitely we'll be glad to, uh, you know, and I, and I think, uh, Bryson's going Bryson's going to be that guy that comes in, and he's going to really run the ball hard for us. So he's going to take some pressure back off miles, I feel
0: like. Talking with head Coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. The Dragons 5-2 and on the season, 3-0 and in region play, and a couple of non-region games coming up the next couple of weeks before that final region game of the year. And, hey, Coach, I kind of wanted to ask you about that. Of course, uh, two non-region games this week against Gibbs, next week against Clay County. Two really good opponents, so what do you want to see your team do well, especially these next two weeks before you have that final region game?
2: Well, we just need to execute in all three phases. Uh, we want to, we want to play hard. We want to play aggressive, but you know, the biggest thing we want to come out of those games, uh, healthy. And, uh, you know, we've had that, we've had to make moves on the offensive line and just, just, you know, it's been one of those years where we've had little injuries here and there and a couple of major ones that, that, uh, and it's, it's football and that's just part of it. But, uh, you know, we, we need some continuity and just, uh, you know, pray that we come out of these these next two and and play hard and uh and come out you know come out healthy and and keep trying to improve
0: let's break down the the game this week going on the road taking on a gibbs team that is four and three on the season what do you know about the eagles
2: well they're a solid football team you know they're they're big four A school they play some really tough competition with farragut and anderson county and and uh you know so uh they're uh they're 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 pretty solid uh uh, reminds me they remind defensively reminds me quite a bit of Stone they're in mm-hmm. a 3-4 and very aggressive in it. So, uh, you know, we've, we've got a good test offensively and uh, I feel like we've got some things that we can do But we're going to have to really execute well and uh, Miles is going have to have to make good decisions have a good game.
0: Coach, this is another one of the times that you guys are playing in the Eastern Time Zone. You guys have already done it a few times. Does it make it more yeah. difficult or have the guys handled it pretty well this year?
2: They've handled it pretty well. You know, uh, I think I have the hardest time with it. That hour change. Uh, (laughs) and then when you, when you drive over and then you, you know, your phone switch over that time, you're like, Oh, oh, but, uh, it's, it's, it's actually, it's not, it's not really much difficulty to it. It's just a matter of getting your uh, schedule and knowing exactly what time you want to get there and get out. So it's, it's not that inconvenient.
0: Head Coach Derwin Wright with the York Institute Dragons right here on the high school playbook taking on the Gibbs Eagles coming up on Friday. Coach Wright, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. We're joined by Head Coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers football program, a team that's 6-1 on the season, 2-1 and one in region play, and Coach coming off the bye last week. Oh, what's the mood like around the team this week? I assume they're probably pretty excited for the matchup coming up on Friday.
3: Uh, we're just eager to, uh, you know, get back playing. You know, the bye week's good and all it gives us a, a little bit of a time to breathe, uh, so to speak. You know, we still got our work in, but they got. It, it wasn't a typical work week, but now we're just excited to get back to work. We're excited for the the type of game and the opportunity that we have this week to play such an important game, and uh, it's been fun getting back going.
0: What <laughs> was the goal, kind of heading into that bye week, and does it seem like the guys were able to meet that?
3: Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, the goal going in, and, uh, the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of our practice week is, uh, you know, Tuesday and Wednesday. So we had full-fledged days on those days. Uh, we are fortunate enough to have a uh, block during the school day that we have football. So, uh, you know, we were able to let them go home a couple days at the end of school, but we were still able to, you know, get our workouts in, get our film review in, get a little bit of field work in. But uh, we got some good work in. Uh, I think our guys have got renewed refreshed at least that's our hope uh, You know, because we need to be mentally and physically sharp for this week.
0: Kind of going off of that how is everybody's health going into week nine?
3: A knock on wood uh, you know everybody's good we got some uh, you know some younger guys that's got dinged up a little bit uh, in some JV games and things like that but as far as our varsity guys and guys that are out there for Friday nights you no know, other than our quarterback early in the year we're, we're healthy as we can be at this point.
0: Coach, obviously getting ready to take on a really good bees team coming up on Friday. Before we get into the matchup and break that down a little bit, what are you guys working on in practice? Are you installing anything new this week?
3: Well, I mean, it's it's business as usual. Uh, you know, with the bye week, uh, you know, you always they had one also. So mm-hmm. you yeah. always have to be leery of, you know, the extra time of, you know, what can you put in, you know, watch an extra film. Uh, you don't need to go too crazy with it. Um, you know, but typically it's you know cleaning ourselves up, just getting back to the basics, making sure our mind's right, uh you know focusing in on what we 're supposed to be doing, and just uh, getting it as clean as we can possibly get it.
0: Talking with head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers football program, right here on the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, obviously, uh, probably the biggest game of your schedule up to this point with the bees coming up on the road. A win will keep your chances alive for a home playoff game. What's been the message to the team this week as you prepare for the game?
3: Well, I mean, they understand what's at stake. uh You know, fortunately, we've we've played in some very meaningful football games over the last decade here, and this one's very meaningful. I mean, we take a lot of pride and you know, DeKalb County and the opportunity to play at home in the playoff is a big one. It's actually a a preseason goal that we set in January. I mean, first it's, excuse me, first is to win the region, Uh, you know, with Macon beating Stone, you know, it kind of, that that won't happen, but we still have an opportunity to play at home. We understand what it's going to take to do that, but we also tell them at the end of the day, it's still simply a football game. It's the same football game that uh, that we played in week zero, week one, week two, week three. So you just got to show up and you got to do your job. You got to do it in a great way. Uh, but we do understand what's at the end of this one.
0: Coach, obviously last year played them twice, fell to them twice and ended your season the second time around. Both teams a little bit different this time around, but what has to be better against the bees this year?
3: Well, I mean, the first game, uh, you know, at our place in the regular season, it come down to the wire. Uh, and at the end of the night, just you know, with a football team that, that Coach Kane coaches, you know, you you can't make more mistakes than they do. Uh, you know, that that's what happened in that first one. And then, you know, the second game, we just kind of got outmanned a little bit. We had a few injuries coming through down there at the end of the year, and uh, we just got outmatched. Um, you know, we've coached against him and played against him since 2015 when he was at Sequatchie, and it's always been battles and uh, very important games. But definitely, uh, you know, you got to be efficient on first downs to give yourself a chance to be efficient on third down. So that's huge. you got to be able to keep drives going because they typically don't give up big plays. You're going to have to earn all the scores that you get. And in order to do that, you've got to go 8, 10, 12, 14 play drives. And uh, to be able to move the ball, you got to be good on first down, like I said, to have a chance on third downs. And then, uh, you know, don't give up nothing big yourself. You know, they're a team that can drive it on you. uh, But you got to make sure that – No, defensively you're in the right spots and then uh, don't give up anything big and then special teams always come into play also
0: coach i'm sure you've watched a lot of film on them the last couple of weeks especially with the bye week last week this is a beast team that has won the last two weeks before that they had lost two weeks in a row which is the first time that's happened in a handful of years and these last two wins that they have had on their schedule what has really stood out that they've done a good job of that you guys are going to have to try to slow down
3: well, I mean it's it's been Upperman being Upperman, you know, a physical run game, uh a defense that's always in the right spots and they tackle the football very well, you know. So uh we'd like to think that we're the same type of football team. Uh, you know, our defense has been doing very well. Uh you know, offense may look a little bit different than it has in the past, but we still have the capabilities of doing what we need to do. Um, so I think it's just gonna be a, a really fun football Friday night and a and a battle on the field.
0: Coach, lastly, uh, just take me through what are a couple of keys, and I know Colby Barnes—he had a heck of a game in his last game against the Wildcats. Is it still just kind of feeding him the rock?
3: Well, I mean, he's got to get his touches, no doubt. Uh, You know, but the middle of our schedule was a lot different than the front end of our schedule, and then also a lot different than the back end of our schedule. So, uh, you know, Colby will be the first to tell you that, uh, you know, it's been more than just him. You know, it takes those guys around him for him to be able to do what he's going to do, uh, or able to do, but. You know, other guys have got to play well and be able to make plays also.
0: Hey, Coach Steve Trapp with the DeKalb County Tigers football program right here on the high school playbook. They're getting ready to take on the Upperman Bees in a huge region matchup coming up on Friday on the road. Coach Trapp, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. We go inside the high school playbook because we're joined by head coach Adam Kane of the Upperman Bees football program, five and two on the season, two and one in region play. A bye week last week after the back-to-back wins, and uh, coach, I'll start at theirs. It, it seemed like the team has kind of gotten nice and rested as you head into week nine.
4: Absolutely, you know, you never really realize how you know how you know, maybe fatigued and tired they are until they come back from a little break, and you know they got a little. Everything looks a little quicker and. Everybody's moving faster and bouncing around a little bit and and that's what we've noticed so far and uh we've had some good practices um you know uh, got a couple extra days in uh you know than a normal game week leading into this the cab matchup which uh you know we'll need so it's uh it's been good.
0: I know we had talked about last week uh, of just the fall break situation that you guys have—a two-week fall break—and it sounded like you weren't a huge fan of it. Uh, Have you had to ramp things up in practice this week to to try to kind of get them back in a little bit of a routine?
4: Yeah, you know, anytime you get uh, you know an extended time off, I mean, we're all kind of creatures of habit and and routines, and uh, you know, anytime you got a short week or a little longer week, it it, it does kind of. You gotta kind of throw them back into it get them back into the mix. But, but once you do, I mean, you know, we're, we're far enough into the season to where it's a little bit like riding a bike. I mean, you just, once you start pumping your legs a little bit, things come back and, and, and that's what we've noticed. Um, it's a little bit of a necessary evil to take a little break in the season, but, you know, I think we're learning how to navigate the whole thing, and, and I think overall it's been a positive.
0: Coach, uh, let's get into the matchup. Obviously, it's a big one with the Decap County Tigers coming to town uh, to Baxter on Friday. Uh, well you had talked about last week, the defense, especially in the last couple of games, has been really good at swarming the ball and tackling, and it seems like that's going to be put to the test today, or to, to this week with Colby Barnes coming to town. How important is it to try to take him down, especially the first time that you guys make contact with him?
4: Yeah, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, he's a good-sized kid. um, You know, very experienced player. um, You know, played him twice last year. You know, bigger, stronger kid than you're used to at this level. But um, you're going to have to really get a bunch of hats to the ball. And, uh, you know, one guy's probably not going to do the job all the time on, on him. He's such a a quality back that uh you know we're gonna have to get two or three guys there and and uh hopefully do our thing where we're swarming the ball so um he he's definitely a challenge they've got a big big and athletic offensive line and um you know so it's uh it's definitely a big a big deal for us to get you know locked in and honed in and and play a good game
0: defensively. Talking with head coach Adam Kane of the Upper Mid Bee's football program, right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, as they get ready to take on the Tigers. Uh, coaches, uh, you look at film and you watch the Tigers on film. Obviously, Barnes probably stands out, but who else? And what uh, maybe other parts of their game stands out to you?
4: Yeah, just their overall size is uh, is is pretty uh you know stands out to us and uh you know on the lines they they just get big kids and and they're and they're athletic for their size um they do a really good job on the defensive side playing really sound and taking away you know what you want to do um you know they've done a, a fantastic job on that side of the ball uh for the last couple of years and and this year's no different and um you know the the one thing that I do know about the cab is they've always got just athletic kids, and uh, you know they got a a big receiver that's been doing a great job making big plays for them. Uh, the quarterback, you know, that's been playing lately is is kind of sneaky athletic with way he uh, you know can move the ball. So uh, it, you know, uh, in my opinion, it's just a, a typical DeKalb County team who you know very. Very athletic and and playing very sound. And and Coach Trapp does a great job of scheming you up. And it's always just a huge challenge for us to play them.
0: Coach, you kind of mentioned their defense right there. And I wanted to ask about that as well. What have you guys been working on 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 the offensive side of the ball in practice to try to get some points up against a good defense in the Tigers?
4: Just trying to continue what we've been doing. Um, You know, it's no secret. We like to run the ball. And, and, you know, there's certain plays we like. Um, you know, to run, um, but, you know, we're trying to continue to branch out and, and, uh, you know, add some wrinkles to those run plays. And, uh, and then we've got some guys on the perimeter that we feel like, you know, we need to try to get the ball to. And so, you know, a lot of it is just being able to block the fronts that they play and, uh, you know, maybe see some things where they may overplay some stuff, um, and take advantage of that. But, You know, at this point in the season, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. We're not trying to, you know, change up what we do. Um, Maybe just adding a wrinkle or two here and there and and really try to force ourselves into a little more
0: balance. Coach, obviously a big game, and obviously a win would keep your chances alive for one of those top two seeds and possibly a region title on down the road. What has been the message to the team this week as you prepare for it?
4: Well,. You know, obviously the the region's uh in, in somewhat of a mess right now. Um, you know, there's there's four teams that are really good uh high school football teams, um, you know, at the top and um you know, who knows how it's gonna play out. You know, our biggest thing is, is one play at a time and, and you know, quit quit trying to go over any possible scenarios and blah blah blah. You know, I got people that try to come into the office and, and give me these hypothetical situations and I shut them off real quick. And, and I say, we don't, we don't talk about that kind of stuff here. And, and it really is a, you know, a, a one week season. And, um, and, and, in all, uh, in all seriousness, I, I think, you know, the, where we're sitting in this region at two and one and there's two other teams that three other teams there, um, you know, it, it, we're all kind of in playoff mode right now. So, uh, you know, playing for seedings and, and that sort of thing. So none of, none of the rest of the stuff matters. It's just all what's ahead of you that week. And, uh, that's kind of been the message. And, uh, you know, we, we played the cab quite a bit over the last few years, uh, you know, played them twice last year. We know that, you know, they feel like they've got our number and, and, and got us pegged. and And so we know they're going to come in and, you know, be ready to play. So we, we've got to be the same.
0: Going to be a fun matchup. First home game for the bees at September ninth of this season. That's head coach Adam Kane for the Upperman bees, right here on the High School Playbook as they get ready for the Decab County Tigers. Coach Kane, we appreciate the time as always. Thanks. Appreciate it. Joined now by head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program, right here in the high school playbook. The Bulldogs improved to six and one on the season, still two and zero in region play. A big win over Scott at home, fifty three to seven this past weekend. And uh, coach, second straight game where it's been fairly stress free. Uh, what have you liked from your team the last two weeks specifically?
5: Well, I don't know about stress-free. There's always a little stress going <laughs> going into it, but uh, you know the, the kids have been really focused, especially after the loss to Westmoreland, and um, you know they want to make sure that you know that they do everything they can that that doesn't happen again. So, you know, just going out watching them and and uh, watching them perform how we ask them to do is it's been great.
0: Looked like uh, Nate Adams was still at quarterback for you guys. Is the offense run differently at all with him back there compared to Keaton Arms, the usual starting quarterback? Uh, uh, we do
5: change a whole lot, absolutely. Um, you know, Nate is, is a different; uh, has different talents than what Keaton has, and uh, you know, so it's a different kid back there. And you know, we just try to uh, call the plays that best best help that young man out, and and, and it has, and, and then they performed great I thought he had a great game this past week and uh, threw the ball ran the ball I think he ran for two touchdowns threw for threw for one so you know uh, he, he did a great job
0: is it almost obviously you never want to see a player get hurt but is it almost a blessing in disguise where you guys are even more available have more options offensively when you can have two quarterbacks who are still really good at running the offense here later on down the road
5: it does. I mean, you hate to see someone with an injury, especially a senior like Keaton Arms, who's, a, you know, such a big part of our offense and defense. And, uh, you know, but for Nate to step in and get that experience and, you know, not only do he does he learn a little bit more, it also helps us learn what he's good at running. And, uh, you know, so it, it's been really a blessing for us all.
0: Well, speaking of Keaton, is he going to be ready this week against Grundy County yet?
5: No, we're we're just day to day with him. You know, it's a hamstring, it's a little nagging thing, and you know he probably could have played the other night, but we decided to sit him out uh, just uh, just for, for safety purposes, and uh you know we'll we'll see how he feels on Friday, and we'll, and we'll go from there.
0: Well, Coach, I know the last couple of weeks have been some big wins, and I assume, I haven't been there to watch the games, but I assume later in the games you're able to kind of get some younger players, some more inexperienced guys in there. How how nice has that been, and how good is it for them to get good varsity playing experience?
5: Oh, it's huge, you know, and there's a lot of things that uh, you can do in practice, and, that, and but there's nothing that makes up for it or actual game time um and, and experience like that. So it's good for them to get an experience that no matter what the score is and uh, you know, get a little little game time experience and, and get to play some.
0: Talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program, 6-1 and on the season, 2-0 in region play, right here on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, getting ready for Grundy County on the road this week. Uh, before we get into the matchup, well, what are a few things you guys are working on in practice this week, still uh, mainly just that execution stuff?
5: Absolutely. You know, you want you to get better at executing each thing that we do, and, uh, you know, we, we just try to fix ourselves and, and try to make sure that the things that we did wrong this past week, we correct.
0: And this Grundy County team, obviously, you look at the record, doesn't look that great. However, the teams they've played are really, really good. What do you know about this Yellow Jacket squad?
5: Uh, I know that uh, it's, number one, it's a long, long trip that mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not used to taking a long trip like that. Uh, but uh, besides that, you know, they they are a good football team, uh, and they have played some good competition. So, you know, us coming up there, it, it's going to be difficult, and you know, for our kids, just need to come out and ready to play.
0: And I, I kind of wanted to ask about that trip as well. I looked it up. It looked like it's about two hours. You're driving south to Colmont, Tennessee. What does it change anything for you guys' travel plans? You're leaving early. How do, how do you try to approach the long trip like this?
5: Well, we try to break it up. We try to stop somewhere and you know let the kids get out in the heat and eat, man, and not make it such a long trip. And you know just try to uh, just try to do best we can, make the kids comfortable. You know we get to ride in a big, big yellow school bus for. Okay. A little over two hours. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to make it easy on them the best way we can.
0: And Coach Bruce Lamb with the Clay County Bulldogs football program getting ready to travel down to Grundy County coming up on Friday. Coach Lamb, we appreciate the time as always.
5: Yes, sir. Thank you very much.
0: Welcome into the high school playbook we're joined by head coach taylor hennigan of the cookville cavaliers football program two and five on the season one and one in region play and coach by last week a little bit of a break and uh just take me through what the plan is for practice this week as you kind of get back into practice still no school for the guys yet but a big matchup with coffee county what's your guys' plan this week
6: yeah a little uh you know different routine obviously um we we tried to gain a day on sunday and brought the guys in um did some extended meetings and and preparation and walkthroughs and things like that so got to jump on the week there Um, and then uh, early in the week we'll go in the mornings and kind of transition back to the afternoons later in the week so uh, a little bit different but as far as practice and meetings and all that should be standard operation
0: does it seem like the guys are are fairly rejuvenated refreshed after somewhat of a week off last week and then getting back into it this week
6: yeah, they are. They've come back and, and, uh, you know, anytime that you have time off, especially right in the middle of the season and you get back and try to get back to full swing that quick, you know, you always worry about, um, you know, that a little bit, but guys have practiced hard and prepared hard. And, um, you know, this type of game is, is a little bit easier to get back in the swing of things. There's so much on the line. So, um, I'd be surprised if, if our guys weren't, you know, ready to go and ready to get
0: prepared for a big game. Coach, what's the injury report look like this week so far?
6: Uh, Jackson Madewell still a little bit uh, banged up. He's questionable. Um, For the most part, everybody else uh, that I can think of, everybody else is is healthy and and, uh, ready to go. So he'll be probably a a game day decision. But other than that, we're, we're in pretty good shape. That's what we like to hear. Well,
0: Coach, you mentioned kind of getting ready for that Coffee County team, having a good season so far. Before we break that down too much, what are you guys focusing on in practice this week as you get ready for that ball game?
4: Uh,
6: you know, I think it's more of um, just, again, getting back into the swing of, of our stuff. And, and obviously there's some wrinkles and some game plan things that we've got, but um, more so just, getting back and running our stuff and, and getting the, the basics the, the base formations plays all that getting back in familiar with it's only been a week but uh some of these guys forget pretty quickly so uh just trying to get more accustomed to what we're doing
0: it's a red raiders team five and two on the season they're three and know in the region play they've won their last three games so playing some pretty good football what do you know about this red Raiders squad
6: yeah i mean they're uh they're very well coached they're sound but you know the first thing that um, the first thing that you notice is they're physical. They, they play hard without the ball. Um, they're disciplined. They're going to be uh, in the right spots, and they're going to play hard. So, um, And on top of that, they've got good players. So we're going to have to be, uh, be ready to play as, as well as we can. They're not going to give us anything, and we're not going to win the game unless we play well. So first thing, like I said, first thing that you notice is, is just how hard they play and how physical
0: they are. Talking with head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program right here on the high school playbook built by mountain barn builders getting ready to take on a good coffee county team coming up on Friday in region play and uh, coach of course one and one in region play right now taking on the only undefeated team in that region play so obviously a big game and we've kind of talked about throughout this season how you want to have the expectation that when teams come to play in Cookville you expect to play well the team expects to play well as it seemed like that is kind of the notion around the team this week as you get ready for this coffee county squad
6: yeah for sure and I, and I think there's a fine line of um you know taking things for granted or being overconfident certainly that's not uh what we want at all but you know we do have to get to the point and i think we're getting closer to the point where we expect to play well and we expect to to have an opportunity to win the game um no matter who we're playing so um that's a process and that's been something that you know as a head coach i've kind of had to uh instill in our guys a little bit but we're much closer to that point now than we were um you know early in the year so uh again a really good team coming in the region leaders um you know the one seed in our region um and we will have to play well no doubt but we need to you know get to the point where we expect to play well we expect to um you know have an opportunity to win these games
0: Coach, I know we have talked about as this season has gone on. We've seen a lot of improvement on both sides of the ball. And sure, you you have a first-hand look at it as this season has gone on. If you had to pick, maybe an area of your team or even a couple of players that have really improved since the first game of the season, what would that be?
6: Uh, I think uh, our quarterback, Mace Thompson. Um, you know, coming in, he was. I think the expectation was that he was going to have a good year, uh, just because he's a senior and. You know he's it felt like he's played a lot before this year and and really he had't he got injured last year, and I think he had only started six maybe seven games um you know a year ago and uh you know just didn't really feel comfortable, especially week one, just you know coming off a knee injury and just the timing of not that it was necessarily all him but the timing of him and receivers and um you know all that so he's just each week gotten more comfortable gotten more confident um and there are others you know there are other individuals there are groups of, of positions that i think have certainly improved um but he's the one i think that, that kind of first comes to mind
0: coach uh, i wanted to ask you about this too the bye week last week big game this week in your experience did you find it tough to come out with energy after a bye week or did you have more energy because you hadn't played the week before and you're just ready to go
6: Yeah, maybe it's different, Um, you know, each team, each year, the situation. I think, you know, if this was a game that didn't have a lot on the line, maybe it would have been a little bit more difficult. But just the nature of kind of the game that we are, um, that we have and the opportunity that we have coming up, I I, I think I I would like to think that we're going to be, you know, having a lot of energy. I know at practice we we have, and so – you know that's that's certainly the hope, and and again with the what's at stake, you know, this week I think we will have um, a lot of energy. I think sometimes you can have a little too much, but I think each each bye week or each year is a little bit
0: different. Lastly, Coach, and going off of that, how important is it to set the tone Friday night against this Coffee County squad?
6: Yeah, it, it is, and it has been, and and the games that we've started well typically. Um, you know we've been able to be competitive in, and the games, you know, Lebanon and Gallatin come to mind that we didn't start the game well. Um, you know we put ourselves in in a hole and, and had to climb out. So we will have to start fast and um, and be ready to go early on. They're not going to give us an opportunity to grow into the game. We're going to have to be ready to go from
4: kickoff.
0: Head Coach Taylor Hannigan with the Cookville Cavaliers taking on the Coffee County Red Raiders coming up on Friday night in region action. Coach Hannigan, we appreciate the time as always.
6: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Back on the high school playbook because we're joined by Head Coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program. Coach, uh, coming off the bye last week and kind of into practice this week, uh, does it seem like the guys have kind of rested up and rejuvenated a little bit as you start practice this week?
7: I think so. I mean, last week, even though we... Uh, uh, we're still in school last week and, uh, we, we were able to practice, you know, a couple of days, but then, uh, gave them, uh, three days off and then now everybody's out of, uh, we're, we're out of school this week for fall break. Uh, but, you know, we're, uh, everybody's showing up, practice, and, uh, we've had, uh, you know, two good days so far this week and just want to continue to build off of those two.
0: Has it made it difficult at all? You mentioned having the fall break this week compared to not having it last week, but you have the bye week last week. I know I've talked to uh, Cookville, Upperman, and Monterey where they have the two weeks of fall break, but how difficult does it make it uh, maybe just energy-wise, or, or does it just change kind of the routine of, of going to practice each day?
7: That's the biggest thing is the routine. I, I'm a I'm a firm believer in, in, in having the kids having a routine, coming to school, you know, when everybody kind of knows what our norm is, uh, you know, and not having the school day, I, you know, we're kind of practicing in the morning that way. They're they're not up all night and and and, th- and sleeping all during the day and stuff. So, uh, uh, you know, and you know, last year, uh, you know, we were able to fit our uh, fall break into our uh, our schedule, and uh, and this year we weren't that fortunate. enough. Uh, you know obviously I mean we I love to reward our kids if they're uh you know at the ball breaks line up and you know and everybody around this time needs to kind of get away and unwind but and, you know with you know with last week being in school and this week being out of school and having a game uh, you know I was just you know we, we tried to make the most of it and give them you know three days off after school and uh, uh, to kind of rest up and And kind of heal up some but uh you know in this week you know it's just it kind of throws you off a little bit just because you know you're you're out of your normal routine
0: coach i kind of wanted to ask you about the about the injury report i know jordan arroyo is uh done for the rest of the season with that leg injury but outside of him uh, is everybody else looking okay as of right now especially with those few days off
7: well uh we have uh let's year. two kids out for the year with collarbones bones uh, you know uh one got hurt during the jv game uh and then uh, the same night that jordan got hurt a uh, uh my, our starting free safety carter collier gets hurt mm. uh, breaks his collarbone um we're hoping to get uh you know, another kid that broke a collarbone. I've, in all the years I've been coaching, I think I've only had one collarbone fracture in like 14, 15 years, and this year I've had three. And it's just, uh, you know, just freak accidents and stuff. And you know, where I think we should get, hopefully, get a a kid, uh kid back, and uh, you know, Ivan Franklin, who's not played all year due to having to have surgery on his collarbone, and. Are you supposed to be getting cleared sometime this week? Uh, and, uh, you know, other than that, I think, you know, we're, uh, we're pretty good, uh, as far as the, uh, you know, the, I guess this late in the season as you can get, um, you know, obviously just the normal beats and bangs and stuff and, uh, you know, just, uh, the physicality of going through the schedule that, that we have played already up to date. Um, but, uh, you know, we're just, uh, hope that we've got enough in the tank to, to finish out this year and make it to
0: the playoffs. Talking with head coach Sean Loftus right here on the high school playbook brought to you by Mountain Barn Builders. Loftus, the coach of the Jackson County Blue Devils, 2-5 and five on the season, 0-2 oh in region play in a big region game with Smith County coming up at home on Friday. Uh, coach, uh, just take me through what you guys are working on in practice this week as you prepare for the Owls. Well, you know, they're
7: they're a well-coached football team. Uh, you know, they Obviously, whenever you look at Smith County, uh, you know, other than them being well coached and disciplined, I mean, their size, their size, you know, comes out and, and, uh, is the first thing that you'll see on film. Uh, so we've got to, you know, we've got to tackle lower. We've got to run through tackles and things like that. And then, uh, you know, just on blocking, you can't stand up and, and fight with them and things like that. You've got to, you know, everything that we do has to be, uh, lower than we've probably done it all year. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we just got to play a good football game and, uh, you know, understand that it's going to be a physical game. It's, it's one of those games that, uh, you know, that I know about all of our teams that we've played this year. It's been some type of a very physical type game. And, uh, you know, we just got to come out and, and, and match, uh, uh, you know, Smith County's physicality and, in, in in hopes of, you know, been in this ball game.
0: Coach, uh, offensively for you guys, it's starting to pick up a little bit ever since that Livingston game, and even when you lost Arroyo in that game, they played pretty well against Maplewood, just kind of got behind late in that ball game. Well, what's kind of been working on the offensive side of the ball since that Livingston game where it kind of got started?
7: Well, we're still still run-oriented, and, you know, with us, I mean, we've got to get ahead on first down. Uh, We can't have any penalties, and uh, we can't we can't be a first and 15 or a second and 10 type team. I mean, we've got to play ahead of the six and on first down. I mean, we've got to try to, you know, get get four or so on first down. And and from there, we're usually pretty good. The times that, you know, we have to, uh, we get behind in the six. And uh, that's whenever, you know, we're, you know, our our offense is just, you know, this year, uh, you know, we're, We've had, we've struggled in the passing game, which that's one thing that we've, we've worked a lot this week and, uh, you know, everybody's been loading the box up on us and, you know, our offensive line can, you know, there's, you know, with a tight end, uh, you know, there's only six guys and you put a fullback back there, there's sevens. And then when you're sitting up there and you're having to, uh, block eight plus guys at the point of attack, I mean, in, uh, uh, with no threat of throwing the football, um, you know, it's hard on those guys, and they're doing the best they possibly can. Um, and so we've really, you know, practiced and worked really hard like we've done all year, but that's one thing we kind of honed in on is, is we've got to be able to throw the ball, and we've got to be able to stretch the field and get people out of the box. Head
0: coach Sean Loftus with the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the High School Playbook as they get geared up to take on Smith County coming up on Friday at home. Coach Loftus, we appreciate the time as always.